Welcome everyone back to RTFD episode 5, Rolling Heads. I am your dungeon master, Nick Smith, and as usual, we have with us Todd Blackburn. Hello. We have Pat Kelly. Howdy, playing your because I remember that. <clears throat> and we have Max Garner. Hey, hey, Max Garner, Golan here. So let's uh, start with a little recap of what happened last session. You guys started off after spotting a transport shipment from the Green Empire. It was a ship called the Queen's Glider. Uh, Zebrith, Slayer, and Pitcher discussed a game plan, and against Pitcher's supposedly better judgment, Zebrith decided to go with Slayer's idea of going on, killing everyone, then taking it what they want. So, they gathered together their separate crews of people, uh, those who were in the searching party and those who were in the uh, advanced fighting party. Slayer, Biff, Golan, Tilev, and Grim all headed over to... Ooh, Gert as well. Can't forget about Gert the Goblin. All headed over to the uh, Queen's Glider. There you guys discovered that it was just the first mate and the captain. Uh, the captain, of course, was a green dragonborn by the name of Grex, and you just saw the first mate was a crocodile-like uh, lizard folk. While interrogating him and uh, hearing him talk about how they were previously ransacked already, already by a uh, Black Fang ship, Slayer thought he heard something and checked below deck. There you guys found the little high elf girl, Ella. You guys got her off the ship, Zebrith, uh, who, upon showing the discovery, went up and killed the first mate and threatened the captain. Um, you guys left with the captain, only for Slayer to absolutely mutilate him and then throw him in the ocean and watch him get eaten by a kraken. Yeah, I did. Uh, you guys brought Ella onto the uh, Huntsman, and there she started slowly getting acclimated to the crew. You guys had a simple, easy day of just doing tasks, and... When the night came around, uh, that was a fun night of drinking for everyone. Everyone was having a grand old time. Everything was pretty a-okay. People were drinking, and Biff was pouting in the corner after losing some arm wrestling contests and just being upset in general. You lost to a little girl. girl. <laughs> you lost to a little girl. He lost to Ella. Yes, yes, he, he lost sure to Ella. He sure did. Um, but the following day, you guys finally got to the island. Uh, Pitcher selected you three and Biff for the team to go and explore this jungle. You guys had an easy time uh, after figuring out exactly who was paddling and having a quick dispute between Slayer and Yurite over that. You guys made it to the beach and started your way into the jungle using these uh, stone markers along the path that had the emblem of the Raven Queen. Uh, as you guys explored, you found yourselves in some quicksand. Uh, one of you was sprayed, or two of you were sprayed with some weird pollen that uh, poisoned one of you. Uh, you guys found a ruined statue of the Raven Queen uh, next to a well, and when Slayer threw a coin in it, four zombies appeared. Um, I did not wish for zombies. He did not wish for zombies. <laughs> not at all. Um, you guys found 
after exploring some more, a old tree with the spirit of the Dread Pirate Brad in it, but none of you know who that is. And you guys found, uh, right before you decided to settle for the night, a little cluster of four pillars, each one with an emblem of a being with the sigil of the Raven Queen in the center. Um, Pitcher explained that it was the symbols of the elemental elders that existed on the material plane before the Raven Queen banished them to the elemental plane of chaos. You guys hiked a little bit further for the day, found a good spot to make camp, and all had a peaceful night's rest. And this is where we start. You all wake up with the sun poking through the top part of the trees. Um, Pitcher looks to already be awake and just looking around with his hands on his hip, looking down at a map that he has and closing it into a journal, tucks it away, turns, Aye, you're all awake. Did you get your beauty sleep? Y'all good? Everyone? Our... Good. Because we're walking some more today. Uh... Yay. Biff just goes, Okay, guys, let's fucking walk! And Biff just starts walking in a very exaggerated way. Come on, guys, let's go! <laughs> um, so you guys start making your way through the woods. And Pitcher, as you guys are walking, uh, turns to all of you. Now listen, it's going to get much more dangerous the deeper we get into the island. So, we're going to need to be all hands on deck for this. I need someone reading a map, and two people constantly being on the lookout for any more of those zombie folk. Arr, I got the lookout, Captain. The man. Aye, Captain, I got the map. Well, he hands you the, uh, the map. Good luck. And I assume you will be our lookout as well. As always. As always. What a good man you are. You was a good man. <laughs> can we use Biff as bait? Biff just said, wait, you... Bait for what? <laughs> uh, Pitcher just kind of like, nothing, nothing, Biff. And he just turns, in extreme cases, why did you think I brought you? <laughs> Biff, you didn't hear that, right? You what? This He's going to turn. Great. <laughs> yes. And a little tear trickles down his cheek. Oh, he'll be okay. It's fine, it's fine. Anyway... Let's get a survival check from you. Let me get a d6 roll from Slayer and a d6 roll from you. A four. Four. Three. Three. Okay. So, as you guys begin walking, what was your survival check? Fifteen. Fifteen. Perfect. So, as you guys begin walking and making your way through the wilderness... Uh, with Golan in the front reading the map and looking for major landmarkings or anything like that, maybe significant trees that pop out, but he he's gliding you guys with relative ease. Um, and as you guys are walking, all of a sudden the sunlight in the canopy just starts to fade. And you just hear the crack of thunder and lightning as a downpour begins to come in. And it is now raining pretty heavily through the brush. It's Keeping it at bay, but you're just getting basically waterfalls of water coming down at you at various times. Um, 
you guys are walking, and as you go, you eventually come into a clearing. Now, the rain makes it very hard to see everything in the clearing, but it looks to be no jungle for a certain point. It's nothing on the map. Let me get perception checks from the guys doing uh, perception. Ten. Six. Six and a ten. It is raining really heavy, but you're you look and you squint, you can swear you see the the shape, like the, the shadowy shape, though covered in rain, of a possible hut or a building, maybe? It you see just this big square and like it doesn't look natural by any means. Um, that is what you see as you peer into the rain. Slayer, your hair, uh, your luscious locks are getting in your in your eyes right now, and you can't see at the moment. You weren't expecting this rain. Doesn't help Slayer also hates getting wet. <laughs> yeah. He's pissed right now. Hoo-hoo. He's really chop off some heads. Okay, <laughs> what do? Well, I take it that this isn't going to stand out to me. Well, from your tech. So he's going to... Um, Kind of just men question, see if anyone else sees that, or am I just seeing things on this island? Like, should there be buildings? He's gonna question Slayer. Err. I don't see anything, but if you say there's buildings over there, let's go. I need to get out of this rain and dry off all my fur. And he just goes for a lick. Captain? Aye, <laughs> if, if it be buildings, let us go. I'm with Slayer on this. And you notice, like, his tail what was like, once poofy and luxurious is now just a wet, damp curtain of fur leading down. He just, just, he was just about as pissed as Slayer in this moment. <laughs> Let's just hurry up and see if we can get undercover. And you guys hastily walk your way over. And as you guys walk closer and closer, you now see that indeed it was a building you saw your day. In fact, you start noticing multiple but the closer you guys get, the more you notice that it seems a little overgrown. The walls have vines and foliage growing from them. You look around and it doesn't seem to be anything more than just like two stories in height. No real impressive buildings or anything like that. Um, let me get an investigation check. Actually, a pure luck check from someone. What was that? Just a d20 roll. How dare you? You're not even watching. It's shitty rolls. Golan just went for it. Uh, what'd you get? Eleven. Eleven. So that, that'll do. Uh, it's good luck. That'll do it. So, you guys are running around, and the first building you guys die for, oh, it has a roof. Whew. Let's go. And now that you guys are out of the rain, you can see a little bit better now, and uh, you first look around this small little hut. Uh, it seems to be made of stone, uh, though many bits of leaves and foliage peek out from in between each rock. Uh, above you guys is a simple, though patchy, and does have some holes in it, so there's some rain getting through, a uh, wooden roof, just very flat on top. Uh, looking around, you can see there's the remnants of hay, though it looks to just have become fertilizer for all of the, the new wildlife that's growing in these houses. Um, and you see the remnants of what look to be someone's dwellings. Uh, this used to be someone's home. Home? So like there's a kitchen and bed? It's, it's a hut. 
So like home in the sense of it's where they slept and they lived. Oh, okay. Is there any... Like think think very like Bronze Age house. Where it's not very intricate and it's just got like one major room. Yeah, but they could still... Yeah. Are there any um, artifacts left over from the inhabitants? Roll an investigation check. Can I also... Yeah. Yeah, can I roll an investigation? Anyone who would like to look through, roll investigation. Six. 18. 18. So with a six, I can tell you, you are still too wet, and now that you've shaken out your hair and, like, dried it off, it's all poofy now, and that's what's blocking your vision this time, instead of it just being damp. Uh, with a 12, looking around, you do see the remnants of, like, a cooking spot in the corner. You see some old cast iron, like, pots and stuff like that. Um, with a 18, you're looking around and you kick around some brush, you kick around some of the foliage and you're moving things around while they're just peering, you're looking, looking. And as you shift things around, you notice there is an overgrown book. Um, it has some leaves on top of it, uh, vines covering it, but you clear them out and you it's a simple black book with a black cover on it. Can I, can I pick it up, I pick up the book? Yep. Try to open it. Yeah, it, it opens easy enough. Um, what languages do you speak? Oops, yeah. Common, Dwarvish, Elvish, Sylvan. This isn't a language you don't recognize. Uh, the markings seem strange. Um, you've never seen this before. Can I do like an insight check? Uh, history. History. If, if you would like to yeah, let's do see that. if you recognize it or anything like that. 17 plus 3. Okay, unnatural 20. Mm-hmm. At first you don't recognize and you're flipping through more and more and you're like, Wait a second. I've heard about symbols like these. Like, I've seen them before. I don't know the language. I don't know what anything means, but I've seen these symbols before. This is Celestial, the language of the gods. <laughs> and you're looking at it, you're like, what the fuck? This is a very simple book to just have Celestial in it, you know? It's very off-putting when you pick it up. Can I do, like, an Arcana check as well? Yeah. Give me Arcana. Do I notice and pick up the book? Uh, would you like to be noticed doing this or not? Hold on. It was... It's ne- a passive perception. <clears throat> uh, Hold on. I would, li- I would not like to be noticed. Okay. Roll, uh... Deception. Uh, oh, stealth. I got a 13. 13? Okay. Need a 13? 14. You do not see this. Um, so what'd you get on your arcana? The I got a, a uh, 15 plus 3, so 18. 18, okay. So you're flipping through, and you're trying to see if there's any magic or anything emanate, like radiating from it, but it just seems to be a, a book. But as you flip through, you eventually get to a page where you do see a symbol. It is... You know that to be the symbol in Ardu since long before for necromancy. Necromancy? Necromancy. You don't know this. Wow. Golan, oh, you, you see it as a sigil for necromancy. You're not, you don't know any of this. Is necromancy something that's necrophilia? No. No. Okay, just making sure. Wait, no. Okay, say that just out loud. Making no. sure. Please no. make that no. 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 
<laughs> that's why I asked. I just had to make sure. Is necromancy <laughs> the same thing as necrophilia? Well, you know, similar. Did, Maybe did a necrophiliac will be a necromancer? You just said that out loud? I, I, feel, I feel like a necromancer is just a necrophiliac in denial. I no, I don't I don't want to I don't want to do anything. I just what like, is I like dead bodies more than living ones. <laughs> anyway, yes. Necromancy. I'm going to stash the book in my in a, in, my, in my coat in my pocket. Okay, you just quickly uh, tuck it into your uh, your your jacket. Is pocket. there anything else that I can see around me with the uh, 18 that I rolled? With the 18, no. That was the only real. Everything else seems to just be like old houseware and stuff like that. Like where you, typical stuff you would like maybe a sandal here or there. Is like, this the only room? Yes. Okay. This is only about 20 by 20. Okay. In size, it barely fits all of you guys. Gotcha. They're saying necromancy might be a part of the act. Necrophilia, like part of the act of necromancy. You're gonna believe this. I feel like you shouldn't have to justify this. I just Googled it. You Googled it? Dude, the FBI is gonna be looking at you hard now. Necromancy? Dude, they better not bust in when I we're... I did not search up necrophilia. Okay, okay, okay. You, you're safe then. I, I want to see what... So, I'm as you guys traveled, you guys were are about here at this moment. Actually, here. Um, but yeah, you guys are inside this house. Pitcher looks around. I say we wait a little bit. See if this storm will pass. Um, so he's just going to sit there. Uh, someone roll a d6. I got it. Ooh, six. six. After sitting for about half an hour or so, you notice the rain starts to slow down. Uh, eventually it gets to a drizzle and then just stops and the sun starts peering through again. Seems you guys were in a little pocket or something. I don't know, what a weird well, storm. the tropics, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a jungle. Um, so Pitcher and Biff are the first two to walk out of the hut. Uh, they, they start looking around and Pitcher goes, Aye, men! Follow me! Let's explore a little bit, see what we can find. Uh, so you guys all walk out of this hut, and you see now it's more than just a couple of hovels or things. This used to be an actual town, like a village of some sort. Um, looking around more, you see buildings very similar to the one you guys spent the past, like, half hour in. Um, some don't have any roofs, some are missing walls, fronts. It seems that this has been long, long abandoned. Um, but the one thing that really piques everyone's interest, and it's very hard to miss is this large, black, crystal-like spire coming from the center of the town, now completely overgrown with vines, but it seems the vines stop at a certain point um, and don't reach the top of it. Can I do an arcana check? Or am I not out? Oh, no, you guys would be out and walking around. Yeah, give me an arcana check. Thirteen. Can I as well? Yep. My eyes just kind of glow when I see the crystal. Yeah, your eyes turn to money symbols. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 17 and... 13. 13. Um, with the 13, you look at it, and you don't get any magical sense, like no schools of magic. This doesn't look magical in nature. Um, and with a 17, you walk up to it. Uh, how are you examining this? Are you just looking at it? Are you going to like touch it? Like, What do you, what do you want to do? Can I like go up, go up to it and like slowly like put my hand on it? Yeah. So you walk up to it and you put your hand on it, and as your finger touches it, 
you notice the inky blackness color of it slowly starts to part like water. And you see on the other side a reflection of the town behind you. You see yourself and you see the town behind you. And you look at it and then you look around while still touching, keeping your hand on. You look around and you notice that you are in a weird shadow-like realm where all these buildings are complete. They're full. Um, you actually see a couple people walking around. Some with silver masks, some without. And when you turn back around and take your hand off and look be behind you again, you're back in the ruined village. I just look around. I see uh, Yurite. Yo, dude. Come put your hand on this. Just kind of gonna like lean at you because like I was just doing my own kind of like to myself reaching out. So like you said, hey, dude, and my eyes were closed. <laughs> but uh, I will, I will recognize and I'll slowly approach. Just kind of confused though, and be like, what? Put your hand on this. Trust me. Can I take I... an investigation of like. Like his why? persuasion of me, yeah. Like, uh, insight. Can I kind of look at this? Yeah. Insight. Eleven. Something interesting will happen when you touch this. <laughs> I bet. I'm gonna put my hand. I'm gonna kind of like put my hand on it. Yeah, you just and you just kind of be looking at him though, so like I don't notice what's going on around. You me. you touch it. And I'm like, what? And nothing happens. Um, you stand there, going, "What would you like to do?" You just see him looking at you. His do hand is on it, and you notice that the it's starting to pull like the. The inky blackness starting to separate, much like it did yours, and slowly starts to keep going. Dude, look at your hand. You turn, you look at your hand, and you then see the reflection of your hand, and you follow it, and then you see yourself, and behind you is the shadowy, restored village, and you turn around, and you're like, what? You're looking around, people are actually now looking at you, you actually make eye contact with someone, and then you turn back around, your hand instinctively kind of like goes back as you look, and then you're back at the ruins. Are you on drugs, or am I? I'm gonna just, I'm gonna honestly look back and forth, just kind of in disbelief, like, what did I just witness? <laughs> um... Did that feel magical to me, or was it just like felt like it was just like something I saw? Like it was just visual, or did like I perceive like a difference? Uh, give me another Arcana check. Four. <laughs> One moment you were there, the next you were there. You don't know if it was teleportation. You don't know if it was a hallucination. Like you don't know what this could have been, but it felt so real. Like you got a little bit colder when you were on the other Flare. side. Flare. Flare. Slayer! What? Touch the touch, touch the pole. Yeah, touch the pole. Touch the pole. Put touch your hand. Put your hand put, on put, it. Put your hand on the pole, Slayer. Hey, pitcher, why don't you just go touch the pole? I bet that wouldn't be the first time. And Biff goes, oh snap! Oh, roasted. Biff, you too. Usually, I'm not the Wait, one on the pole. Yeah. yeah. Put your hand. Put your hand on the pole. Everyone, touch the pole. Um, so. I got questions. Uh, on three. <laughs> One. Erg. Three. 
Uh, you guys both put your hands on. You and Biff see your own reflections. Actually, since you guys are next to each other, the inky pools kind of merge into one. One big pool. And you look, you see the exact same thing that they did. Turn around, and then you turn back. Biff, though, is going to keep looking the other way. You guys both remove your hands. And to everyone outside of this, Biff is one second looking at his reflection and then gone. And you turn around <laughs> after removing your hand and looking at the reflection, and you're still there, and you look, and Biff's not there. Pitcher just gets in his right. What the? What? 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 What did you make my crew touch you to? Bro, touch the pole. One second I'm here. Next second I look back. Now I'm looking here. We all looked away. Biff looked in. Biff be gone. Slayer, Slayer, um, what did you see? Tell uh, the captain. I saw people in the village. It was alive. Yeah, the, the, villi- the village was here. It was really Wait, here. This pole kind of like shows us what used to be here long ago. Thousands of years even. Or maybe Biff had an idea. Well, wait, if that was the case, why did Biff disappear? I, I think, I think you might be asking directions for us, Captain. Slayer just stands back really proud about that, that one. What? Can I question if we should follow that be you, weird? If you wish. I mean, let's see if we can get there even. Well, what if we just keep staring like Biff did and see if we just poof. So you guys, are you guys all going to do this? So I'm willing to. You I'm all in. get ready, you put your hands on and the same transition happens. You all look behind you. Uh, let me get a perception check from everyone who looks behind me. Like who? Who's now here? Bro, what is with these 11s? <laughs> what was it? 19. Perception, 19. 16. 11. 11. So uh, you guys look around <laughs> easy enough. You guys actually see Biff standing in the exact same spot he was, but he's like freaking out. Go, okay, huh, huh. Guys, you're back. You didn't forget about me. Oh my god. Arr. But you notice, like, there's some gray in his beard. Arr, Biff. Golan, you notice this. There's some gray in his beard. Oh, thank God, you guys are back! Please! No, I don't. He just puts his hand on the pillar and, like, looks into the mirror, looks behind, and then pulls his hand and gone. Biff? What the hell was that? <laughs> okay. So Biff is back, so I say we should just get going. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. I still think Your we should ask back. for directions. <laughs> Listen, Biff seemed pretty spooked. I think we should just leave. Do you know where we are? We're at the same village. That's not where we are, boy. Look around you. Um, and with this 16 and with uh, Pitcher's help, you look around and you notice the sun, which was once bright and just radiant, almost seems to be in a permanent eclipse. Nicole, you noticed this as well. Um, I'm still going to shout for someone. I'm going to see if I can get someone's attention. Give me a charisma check. Golan, what would you like to do? God. Also a charisma check. I'm actually going to try to talk to someone. Okay. 
17. 12. So you guys turn around and start yelling out to people. Hey, hey you, hey, come over here. Hey, boy, over here. But every time you guys go to get someone's attention or even try and wave in front of them, they just kind of either skirt you, just turn their heads, but they don't, they, they, they only react to physical things. They don't seem to be reacting to your voices. Um, Slayer, I say we go back. Arr, I guess you're right. Can we just... <laughs> I, yep. don't I just lift my hand off the pole. Yeah, if you guys yeah. look back into the crystal and lift your hand off and Pitcher does the same and you guys are all... <laughs> back there uh, with the crystal. You see Biff sitting there saying, Oh my god, they... God, you guys finally came back. I just walk over to Biff, put my hand on his shoulder. Biff, how long do you think you were in there? Well, it was hard because it was technically never day or night, but 12 years? <laughs> Your day is just going to be like slight panic attack. Uh, it was not <laughs> a fun place. And you actually notice like now that you guys are looking at him, he has a couple more scars on him. Um, He seems to be like very battle-worn, and he has a very shiny new axe on his back. Our Biff. <laughs> what happened in there? Well, I, uh, after I let go, I was kind of there, and someone came up to me and started talking to me about what just happened and apparently I was on the island of the Raven Queen ruled by the Mad King and I was helping a rebellion. Slayer just laughs out loud. But he doesn't believe half the stuff he's hearing. He like half believes it because he sees the scars and the gray Give hair. Give me an insight check. And the new axe but he he half does not believe. Yeah. Insight. Oh, that's his one seven. Uh, you uh, you don't think this is at all true? Biff in a in a rebellion? Er, must be some magic spell. No, I'm telling you, I was there. Listen, whenever I asked them where we were, they never said Ardu or anything like that. They always said Shadowfell. Don't know what that means. Don't know where that is. But I was just kind of there. How how long was I gone? Er, uh, maybe a minute, two minutes. It's the same day. Seconds. What? Oh my god. Biff? You were in like there a thousand miles of like, stare right now. Biff, I, I, I think you might be under a spell. You might want to sit down. You just... Sits down and plops down. Just no chair whatsoever, just sits. Pitcher goes, I, if it seems you like you went through a lot. Uh, why don't you rest up for a bit and then we'll get going in, say, an hour or so. And you can sort through your things. Um, so you guys now have an hour left in the village. What would you guys like to do? You guys have to do I know about oh. Um, If you would like to see if you know anything... Give me a history check. That goes for anyone. 
I think they do. I don't believe that. I'm not going to do history checks. Six. Going with the low. In with the lower. Five. Yeah, uh, you guys have never heard of Shadowfell before. Um. Can I just do another perception check of what's around me? Maybe yeah. this will get more? Give me yeah. a perception check uh, if you would like to explore the village. I would. Roll perception for that? Yep. And do like an arcana, see if there's any magic going on around? You wouldn't be able to sense magic, it's just nope. like you could tell something is magical. So nothing's in the area? Okay. Yeah. I got 11. 11? I got a 19. And I kind of want to look for valuables. Valuables, got it. You can do perception or investigation, it's up to you. I'm going to be uh, investigating that pole a little more. Okay. If we're still near it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can spend the rest of the hour investigating it. Yeah, four. I don't touch it. Yeah, you're, look okay, at you're it, looking uh, at it and you're just like, this is a big old crystal and I don't know what the hell it does, but I don't want to do it again. I hit it with my sword a little. You like poke it with your sword <laughs> and you go, ding, ding, ding. Like, solid, like, I'm just like, yeah. okay. Um, with the 11, sense. you are looking around, right, 11? Yeah. You are looking around, um, you find a couple more living dwellings, um, is there anything specific you would like to look for? Maybe shiny things? You look around and you do find, like, two silver on the ground, you're like, oh, cool. They look very old, um, they don't look like they've been from any recent, like, coin you've seen, but two little silver pieces, it's cool. You can add that to your inventory. Split. With a 19, looking for valuables, as he put it. You are walking around, and you stand kind of where the crystal is, and you turn your head. You look behind you, you see where you guys walked in. It seems to be the front of the so-called village. You turn your head, and you look at the crystal, and you're like, this could be the center. So you kind of walk up to it and look past it. And you see a slightly larger building than the rest. Um, you walk up to it, and it, it seems to be missing a roof. One of the walls is like half of it, its former self and crumbled. Um, and you walk through the doorway, not the door, because they're all broken. Um, and you look around, and it seems to be there are these two stone slabs, each about this six to seven feet in length. And you see around in these pots and little boxes, like ceremonial boxes, are a at least 10 or 15 of those silver masks that you pulled off of those zombies. Um, you look at some of them, some have inscriptions. Uh, the ones in those ceremonial boxes have inscriptions. The ones in the barrels and the pots, they have yet to be inscribed and are just hunks of silver. How many masks would you say there are? Roll a d10. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seven. So there are seven uninscribed masks, and there are five inscribed ones. Can grab them all? Okay, so you get a total <laughs> of 12 masks, silver masks. Each yeah, one about, what do you say, one gold each? Yeah. Could I sell the ones with the inscription for more gold? You would have to find a way to do that, but maybe. You have to find someone who has interest in this kind of stuff. Um, 
Yeah, that is the most valuable thing you think you like you can find in this village. You're like, this is this is a good amount of gold worth of these masks. And you just toss it over your shoulder. Uh, but the hour goes by and Biff stands up. Okay, gods. I think I'm ready to... I think I'm ready. Let's continue on. Actually, I kind of got a good layout of the, uh, the jungle when I was there for a while. It was a little different and there were a lot of different monsters, but I can actually help you with your reading of the map. Golden. That would be great. So, um, for this next round, um, I'm gonna, you, you can do your survival check with advantage, because Biff is helping you, and I'm gonna need perception checks from the two of you. Go first. <laughs> we see I laughed at your two. <laughs> That's what you get. So, say out loud what you all got. <laughs> A two? Slayer? A natural one. Sixteen. 16. Okay, so for the guys keeping the lookout, you guys are just so frazzled. You guys are staring at Biff the whole time. <laughs> You're like, you Probably are slightly... journaling about that also? Yeah, yeah, that, that would be your, your two, is your two so busy looking at him and your journal just like, what could have happened? Um, Slayer, you're looking at him and you're like, what could have happened? No way he was in a rebellion. But how'd he get those scars? Where'd he get that axe from? Man, does Biff look beefier somehow? Not um, possible. <laughs> but cool. yeah, uh, with the 16, you guys are continuing on. You guys make your way through the wilderness. And as you guys are going, you hear the sound of rustling. Something quick moving by you guys. Very close. What would you guys like to do? Well, I rolled a two, and this thing is coming towards us. Yep, so you two don't notice this. Golan, with your uh, survival okay. and your reading, you would be the one to notice. I was going to say, I ain't doing it. I've been attacked and surprised me. I don't see it. I'm avoiding it. I'm just walking straight. There's I would like to know, here. did Biff get beefier curling his cannonballs? You don't know if that's what did it, but he's looked beefier. And actually, you, you notice like that one tattoo he had? Looks like it, there was more added on to it. Can I just roll perception? Yep, roll perception. Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. You look to your side, and you see for a brief second shimmering scales. Run by. Golan and Biff, you guys would be in the front. Slayer and Yurite, where would you guys like to be? This is just a marker for where you guys are on the map. Uh, we have a picture? I was yeah. just like, Pitcher would that? probably be right behind Golan. Is it like a tight trail, or is it a little just wider? Right. It's a pretty tight trail. You guys are foraging through an area. And yeah, I'll just be right behind. Okay. So you guys are making your way through. Golan, you see that flash of scales go off on... So if you guys are facing towards the DM screen, on your right side. I uh, look over my left shoulder, I just say, Yo, guys, there's something in the bushes. Be ready to attack. I'm gonna be like, what? Like looking up, like I was, I was kind of into my notes. They ain't good notes, but I was into my notes about Biff. I'm, I'm gonna just kind of be a little confused and like, if we stop walking, I'm gonna walk into picture. Okay. 
but if we don't stop, I'm gonna keep walking. And just be like, what are you saying? So you guys are continuing on. Um, Pitcher then just, I, we're being followed, gentlemen. Gets you all to stop. Biff just takes out a cannonball. Fucking dare. Not in the mood. Um, and at that point, the rustling gets louder to you guys. Louder. And then you just see... I told you. Coming out from the front... ...are three of these silver-masked lizard folk. It seems that their once very long, prominent snout has been... ...cut off and just jammed with a human face mask on it. Um... Irite, you see two larger ones and one with more decorative garb behind you. So, at that point, let's get initiative going. So, uh, let's see. Let me roll for Biff and Pitcher real quick. Okay. So, Slayer. 19. You're a 10. 6. Golan. 15. So, just first classes. up is Slayer. You guys are surrounded. You see three small lizard folk in front of you and three much larger ones behind you guys. Okay. Quick thinking. Can I pull out one of the non-enchanted silver masks and throw it on my face and see if they'll leave me be? They think I'm part of them. <laughs> Give me a deception check with disadvantage. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Maybe they'll leave me alone. What if it just swings at you? He literally had his roll initiative. Nine. They look at you and they just growl at you even harder. That's your turn. Whoa, 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 that's not my turn. Bro, you That's just... your action. Yeah. Well, well, okay, okay, okay. That's I not his turn. That's not his turn. Bonus action. Bonus action, oh. yes. What are you going to do? <laughs> With the bonus action. What are you going to do, Dad? Dang, that is an action. Damn it. You can rage. Well, is he angry? <laughs> um, Wait, they just had to keep growling at him at his perfect performance. He's like, oh, I'm a zombie. I'm a zombie. It's worth a try. <laughs> worth a try. That was an IQ play right there. <laughs> it's big brain time. Um, I'm just going to do a daunting roar at them. Okay. Uh, they have to make saving throws. Oh, yeah. Why did I roll? <laughs> been a while uh, since I've used to save DC and it's a wisdom, right? Um, DC 14 wisdom saving throw. Got it. They got a natural 20. All of them? Uh, one of the, the, uh, the one on the far right got a natural 20, uh, and the one in the middle fails. So he's currently frightened of you. And those are the only ones within the 15 foot range of you. So... That is your turn. Next is the big beefy one on the far right. Two, five, ten. Run up at Slayer. You just be drawing attention, my man. I tried. I just be fucking. 
question. I really tried. <laughs> it is going to take out his left arm. <laughs> Oof. So it's going to run up and you see this spectral jaw just come out from the mask. And it is going to make an attack against you as it goes. Uh, juts out a little bit, and I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Come on, Tom. 19. 19, so that's safe, so you take half damage. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I get for putting on a mask. Yeah, you do. Try being sneaky about it. I thought I could maybe flank them. You're not a rogue. You don't got that plus six to like. <laughs> <laughs> My intelligence is clearly not that So high. you take 18 halved because of the save You're to lucky, nine bro. damage. Hey, As the spectral goes and tries to rip at you and you quickly dodge but still slashes across your chest. Well, fun, Next wow. is Biff. Watch Biff be a tank right here. I'm raging. <laughs> uh, Biff is going to rage. He goes, No one hurts my friend! And he just turns and with the cannonball already in hand, with the windup, just goes and lets it rip at this uh, lizard folk. Let me pull up Biff's character. <laughs> Watch Biff should be a tank. That's what I get. Saved by Biff. Bro, Biff. Biff's 12 year old. I know dwarves live more. Oh, wait, he's a dwarf, right? He's a dwarf. He's an old man. Oh, he's a dwarf. Yeah. Do they live long or no? Yeah. Alright. Bro, he's fine. 12 years? Nothing. Old How old was Biff beforehand? He was bad. like your age. So he's in like mid 30s, late 30s now. Closer to 40s. Bro, he's now millennial. <laughs> 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 Fourteen armor class on that guy, and Biff got a natural eighteen on his first attack. So let's roll that damage. That is ten bludgeoning damage with the first cannonball, and you just see him take another one and kind of like, like a bowling sort of thing with his left arm. He just goes and hucks it with an underhand. That's two attacks, my guy. Natural twenty. Bro. Dear Lord Biff! <laughs> Biff's a boss! What? Biff's gonna have to shoot up right now. That is 16 damage on this one as he just throws it in like an uppercut motion and it strikes the bottom of the mask and you see it cracks some of the silver as it just rears the lizard folk back. That is Biff's turn. Next we have you, Gold. Do they have weapons? Yes, some of them have weapons, some don't. I'm going to do the cantrip blade board. Okay, so you, that's which, on which uh, yourself, correct? Right, and it protects me against uh, any like melee or bludgeoning attacks with like weapons. Got it, is that an action or bonus action? That's an action. Okay, I think so, so yeah. anything else you would like to do during your turn? <laughs> is it just like my bonus action or do I get another bonus action? action? You get a bonus action. Oh yeah, I'm going to do... Um, I'm gonna give, uh, what's it called? Inspiration? Yeah. Inspiration. Or not inspiration, uh, Bardic? Yeah, Bardic okay. Inspiration. To Yurite. Yurite gets awake. <laughs> you can do this. <laughs> yeah, I have resistance against 
uh, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. That's right. Not magical weapons. So next is pitcher. Pitcher quickly 5, 10, 15, 20 runs up to the nearest lizard folk in the front and he's going to make uh, his first attack. Natural 20. Bro, what are these rolls? <laughs> you're like, you're just lucky they're not directed at you guys. Four. But like, what about getting carried by the NPC? He just whips out his rapier and it lets off kind of like a ringing sound, like a ring. As he quickly, just with a precise stab of his rapier, plunges into this first lizard folk, and it immediately you see just like it start wilting and the masks slowly start to crack as he just dealt a very, very fatal attack to it. And with his bonus action, you see he's going to spin a dagger around in his hand and go for a offhand attack. For a 22 to hit. And that's max damage on that for nine piercing damage. You just see Pitcher run up onto this lizard folk, take out his rapier, stab it real fast in the chest, and then take a dagger and just, with a quick strike, slice across its throat, and it just crumbles and drops as it is dead. And the mask just plops off of its face. And as you guys see, when the mask plops off, it just has like this sick, just half lizard folk skull in its place. Um, like it was chop. Next, we have Yurite. I, I'm gonna now instinctively kind of like just draw my sword and like pull it out as I'm spinning around. And I'm gonna take attack at this one guy. Uh, I'm going to use uh, my great weapon master feet. Okay, so minus five for a plus ten on damage. Yep. Um, 17. 17, that hits. Eighteen. Eighteen damage. You go and you just cut into it. It's got a very thick hide. So you just, you see you dented a lot of the scales and you some, there's some like a nice, nice flesh wound in there. Um, yeah, I'm just going to take that swing, and that's okay. my turn. So next uh, is the lizard folk right here. Going to run up at Pitcher, while this one is going to run at Biff. They get two attacks each. Get how many d20s. So on the two against Pitcher, one is going to miss, one is going to hit as Pitcher takes not that much damage at all. Uh, the dagger, or the, the spear in its hand quickly goes and cuts Pitcher slightly on the chin. She's like, oh, you missed me. Ah, he's so scared. Uh, the one on Biff is now going to make its two attacks. And it is going to hit with both of them. For 10 points of piercing damage to Biff. But he looks unaffected. Actually, that's also halved because he is raging. 
So that is only five points of piercing damage to Biff as he just shrugs it off, snorts, and just glaring daggers at this damn thing. So then we have, those are the two wizard folk. Next are the two lizard folk that are next to Yurite. So now, the first one that is behind you is uh, the one that you just struck. He is going to make two attacks, each with his claw against you. So tell me, does a natural 20 and an unnatural 20 hit? I slap. <laughs> What's with these rolls? Dude, I don't know! I'm doing great! I'm just saying, I never get these rolls when, I, when I'm a player. <laughs> Uh, so this is the first attack. This is the natural 20 for 15 slashing damage. Bet, okay. Your boy's at... And the second one... 25. Is 8 slashing damage. You're hurt. I'm dead. (laughs) Not yet, but I will be. Uh, Then it is the other lizard folk that is next to you, and he's going to make two attacks against you. This time uh, with his bite. Where did they get these two attacks? Uh, does a 15 hit you? No. Then they both miss. Crazy so Jesus. So this first one just gets these... <laughs> Bro, you can use this, like... Defiant uh, claws into actually, you. No, no, no. And thinking, you see the second one coming, and you quickly get your great sword up and... Get... And just brace yourself against these claw attacks. So we are now at the top of the order with Slayer. You're up. You have this one lizard folk that's right up against you. I'm pissed off that he just did an astral bite against me. <laughs> so I'm gonna rage and have my own bite and attack him with it. Okay. It went out of the, uh... Okay, yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get! Add your math! Add it. What a, a nine. A nine? That does not hit. So you just go and snap at it and he just backs up right out of the way and just gives you like the uh-uh-uh, not today. Um, and is that that is your full turn. You you raged and that was your attack. Oh, yeah. Now it is its turn. Just gonna quit. And I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Ten. That is going to fail. <laughs> So, you see it just lift up this staff in its hands, and the match begins to glow slightly, and this radiant flame just burns onto Slayer for four damage, as you just get ripped apart its full damage to. Second no half. Abs. Nope. It's radiant. You're only resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing when the radiant. Yeah, bro. Next, we have Biff. Biff does not care about the one that is currently fighting him. He cares about the one attacking his friend. So he's just, you just stay the hell away from Slayer. And he's going to take out a little bit bigger of a cannonball and just overhand like a basketball, like toss in. And just, or a soccer throw. Yeah, soccer throw. And just takes that like pedal step and just huh, chucks it at him. Oh, it's going to miss. He got a natural two. He just... <laughs> Overthrows it and it just 
<laughs> hits some of the brush. Can we roll see if it hits one of my guys? <laughs> and his second attack, he's gonna take out a, a smaller one and go, okay, that wasn't a good idea. Huh! Okay, that's definitely gonna hit with an unnatural 20. <laughs> uh, that Bro, these is rolls. five so damage upset. as this. Where was the two that I <laughs> so that, he just chucks a slightly smaller cannonball at this one, he just poof, hits it across the jaw. Next, we have Golan. Turn. Five. So that so one that a... is going to get an opportunity attack against you. It can use its reaction to attack you as you move out of its range. Really? Yes. Do it. It's only one attack. You can still move, but uh, it is going to hit with a natural 18. I think my phone upstairs. Uh, it's going to be with its bite attack for... Actually... Uh, oh no, for four honest. piercing damage, Shit. as it just bites you as you try to move away. You can still move. <clears throat> okay, you get into a flanking position. I'm going to attack it with my rapier. Got it, roll with advantage. Fourteen. Fourteen, that does not hit. So you go at it with your rapier and you you strike against its scales, but they're just a little too hard. You can't quite pierce them. Next, we have Pitcher. Pitcher is going to make two attacks against this one lizard folk who's up against him. He's going to do his normal attack and his offhand. Both are going to hit. For 19 damage. Doesn't Bro. quite fall this one, but he just <laughs> stabs into it real quick, and you notice a bunch of what's less of blood just <laughs> more like a necrotic ink just start pooling out. Next, we have your attack. You have advantage on your attack right now. Oh, I do? Because I'm we're flanking. Yep. Oh. That's what I came over. You and Goldbag are flanking. So I'm gonna pop my uh, second wind. Gain a D10 plus uh, four for health. Got it. Ooh. Nine. That's so 13 health. 13. Back. Yep. So I was at 18. So 13. 21. 31. 31. Okay. So I'm back up. Um. And then kind of like that, I'm going to kind of just huff up and kind of be like, just being really angry. I'm going to take another swing, just even harder, taking the second wind in. Uh, also, great weapon master on this one. Got it. And I have an advantage, you said. I can choose, right? Or no, I take yeah, the Yeah, you take the five. highest. So 13, I'm actually going to pop my Bardic Inspiration. Oh, wait. Yeah, I'm going to pop our... Yeah, I'll pop it. I'm okay. Sixteen. That hits. Numbers. Yeah, two percent. Yeah. Nineteen. Nineteen damage. It's still up, but it's hurt. I'm gonna do my action surge. Okay. And just take that kind of second swing, kind of just driving yep. deeper through it. And also a great weapon master again, because I can do it on any attack. Yep. As long as it's a player. Yep. And I have advantage still. Yep. So. 
Take 
He's gonna leave your range, so you get an opportunity attack. Okay. Ten. So he's gonna go back ten feet from you. I have to roll for that. Yep. Uh, sixteen. That's gonna hit. Damage. Six. Six. Okay. He, you, you cut him into. He's now like outside death's door, ready to ring the doorbell, kind of thing. He's looking really beat up, but he's quickly going to back up, and from his staff, a glowing shot of radiance is going to burst out at you for for unnatural 20 to hit. 15 plus 5. That hits. How much damage is that? He hits you with a guiding bolt, which is 1, 2, 4d6. Fifteen radiant damage as this just arcs out and and now you notice this slight glowing effect takes place on you, so the next attack against you has advantage. It already did because of your reckless attack, but now the next person to attack you automatically gets advantage on their attack against you. So that is their turn. Now it is Biff's turn. Biff is going to do his two attacks. Uh, he's going to do them recklessly. Because he's a barbarian as well. He can do that. So yeah, both of them definitely hit. It's good to hit it. Let's just turn him down. It's like a machine gun. He just winds up and... Shot put style. Pumps it out. And like a bullet... Knocks this thing's head clean off, and it is dead. And then he turns to the zomb the uh, the zombie lizard folk that's fighting him, and goes, "You're next. I'll kill the lord of you before, and I'll do it again." Um. Now we have Golan. You're up. Was he using a sword? The javelin. Yeah. I'm gonna cast a spell, heat metal. Actually, no, he's been using his claws and bite. He doesn't have it. Yeah, oh, he's, no yeah, mind. Yeah. Then let's do phantasmal force. Uh, they're undead. Fuck, I'm yeah. gonna give a shit. Never mind, just gonna walk up on it. You're gonna go behind him? Or next to him? And behind him to flank him. <laughs> and use my rapier. I did not know that. That <laughs> would make sense. So, bang. Fifteen. That'll hit. That just hits. Eight damage. Eight damage, okay. Uh, yeah. So you get behind it real quick and you stab it real fast in the back. And you notice a little bit of necrotic looking black blood flows from the wound. Next is Pitcher. Pitcher's gonna just try and get rid of this one lizard folk in front of it. So he's definitely gonna hit with his rapier. Uh, and he just, with his quick flash of the rapier, this one's head pops off and is dead. Now it is Yurite's turn. Another great weapon master tag against this one that's next to me. Okay. Nine. 
Nine damage? No, no, nine. Nine to hit. hit. Yeah. Does not hit. Yeah. Definitely does not hit. So that is your turn. Yeah. Now it is the lizard folk on Biff. The lizard folk fighting him is going to be making two javelin attacks against him. One hit, one miss. For only two damage to Biff as he stabs into him, but you notice Biff flex a little bit, and it seems the javelin point gets stuck in the uh, the muscle. Bro, Biff's a tank. Biff is a tank. What level is he at now? I'm just curious. I will tell you later. Um, we're gonna have to find out. Next is the uh, lizard folk that is currently being fought by you two. Uh, it's going to make one attack with its uh, bite against you, Golan, since you're the last one to damage it. Four. The bite attack for a 13. I have a 14 armor. It goes to bite into you, but this brand new studded leather armor just... It doesn't pierce it. You got your money's worth. Uh, now it's going to go for a bite attack against you, Yurite. 18. It's going to hit. For... 5 damage. 22 it is, boys. Now top of the order. Slayer, you're up. Um, let's go... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. You're going to get behind the lizard folk fighting Biff? Yep. With that with advantage. 17... 18. Yeah, yeah, they both hit. Well, the one hits. Damage. Eight damage. Okay. Plus, I get two points back for health. Oh, you're at past health. half. Uh-huh. That damn staff. That bolt. Yeah. That bolt of. Was that lightning? Uh, radiant. Radiant. Yeah. It's literally almost like life. Magical life. Um, now it is Biff's turn. He is going to make his attacks with advantage with his uh, brand new great axe. Just yes, copy me. Definitely hits, and his second attack natural twenty. <laughs> so with the great axe, drop this man. First attack doesn't do much Bro, damage. Where rolls from here? I don't know. And now second attack with that double damage from the crit. Yeah, he just uh, takes his shiny new great axe, one cut, cuts off one of the legs, second cut, cuts off the next, and then just takes the blunt end of the great axe and <laughs> crushes the head completely and it kind of like accordions the lizard folk as it's there all stubby and bloody. And then Biff is just going to turn to the one lizard folk and go, you're next, you little scaly. Um, and he's actually going to use his movement this turn. So this one's dead. 5, 10, 15, 20 to run up and get into the range of this thing. After that, we have Golan. Another rapier attack. Got it. Fifteen, four, nineteen. That hits? Yep. Six. Okay, six damage. Good hit, good hit. 
Uh, end of your. That's the end of your turn. Pitcher now. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. He's got that feline agility. Alright, nothing. He just gets up, and with his rapier, he's gonna come down with advantage, because this across. So, first one is going to hit, second one is going to hit as well with the uh, dagger. Dagger damage. And rapier damage. So, <laughs> Pitcher just comes in and stabs, cutting another hole, kind of like your rapier did something, and he just quickly bisected it and just vertically across, and you see like his, his the tip of his rapier kind of pokes out of your wound, kind of connecting <laughs> the two, and takes his dagger and just stabs it into the section between the two cuts. And now we have your attack. Just gonna take a nice overhand swing in it, because I'm kind of a little tired. Uh, 20. That is? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 20. 8. 8? Okay. He is still standing. He's looking really beat up and bloody, but he is still standing. And it is his turn. Now, he's been biting this entire time. I now need everyone to make a... In the uh, in a 10 foot area around him, so that's everyone uh, besides Slayer. Slayer, to make a strength saving throw as he is going to make a claw attack. At who? Um, at Golan and at Biff. As he like spins around in a circle. And the claws are going specifically for Golan and Biff. But we all have to. Roll. We all have to do the strength save. Fourteen. You Ten. got a two and an eight uh, on the attack, so he misses with those. So actually, nothing happens. Oh, he goes for this spin, and he loses his momentum right away as he's very wounded. Just stumbles. Slayer, it is your turn. Oh, Slayer's charging in. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. We'll say you. Uh, at 30 feet, you're well, right there. Ten. Well, he has 35. And, yeah. He'd be fine. Um, going in for that bite. Reckless again. Okay. 16 and 10. All right. So 16 hits. 9. Uh, seven damage. Plus, I get two hit points for You sink your teeth into it. You see the the cracks in the mask begin to take over the whole thing as it slowly starts to drop to one knee. It's still up, and Biff is just going to walk up to it and go, fucking scales. Take this large cannonball out of his bag and just crush it, killing the thing. In one fail. Swoop. And you guys are now out of combat. You guys are all standing there above these bodies. The silver masks are destroyed entirely. Um, nothing real salvageable, I'll tell you that now, because Biff has been cannonballing half of them. <laughs> I don't know where he gets cannonballs. And Pitcher just stands there. Aye. Biff. Slayer has a point. Where do you get these cannonballs? 
Fifty. I don't want to talk about it. I just, I don't want to talk about it. Let's just say my bag can hold a lot of stuff now. And as he turns, you see he actually does have like a brand new bag on his back. Um, I got a hole. Like a man. Picture I was gonna say, it's one of those bags that you stick your hand in and it's like infinite space. Yeah, it's a, it's a handy haversack. Um, so, you guys turn, picture, looks at all of you. Okay. Let's just continue on. We still got quite a ways go. So let me get that survival check with advantage. Let me get someone to roll for the weather. A d6. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. You guys, you, as you start walking, you're doing you a great job leading guys to the jungle, by the way. The tree cover <laughs> slowly begins to lessen and lessen as you guys continue on. You guys travel for a good amount, and I need everyone to make a Constitution saving throw as the sun begins to be ever so intensely down on all of you. Excuse me, sir. No, I know what I got. <laughs> I know. What'd you get? Natural one. Natural one. Thirteen. Thirteen. Seventeen. Seventeen. So, you guys are being exposed to extreme heat. When you're exposed to a temperature of 100 degrees Fahrenheit or higher, which it is slowly getting to that point, you must succeed on a constitution saving throw at the end of each hour of exposure or gain one level of exhaustion. So right now, the spell save DC, or the DC, not spell save, but the DC for it, is a 15. Damn. So anyone who did not get a 15, you suffer one level of exhaustion. Also, if you are wearing heavy clothing, medium, or heavy armor, you have disadvantage on the saving throw. Natural one. What'd you get going? 17. 17. 17, so you're, you're good. Biff is okay, and Pitcher. I want to be complaining my ass off to stop. I've already been half singed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys I are just. Oh. I'm like bleeding. I'm just like living. <laughs> yeah, this is not a, a, a favorable <laughs> second half of the journey you guys are on. I got 22 health. I'm hurting. That's half. Uh, but with one level of exhaustion, officially. Let's see what that. I got is. disadvantage First on all. Skill checks, right? Yep, a disadvantage in all saves and checks. How long does this heat last for? Um, you need rest. Yeah, you guys need to rest. Your Tay's a weakling right now. He's like, bro. Yeah, you like got, you're just dragging your sword hours, behind yeah, you. It's not even on my back. I'm just like, bro. But you guys eventually continue on to walk, and let me get a d20 roll from someone. What do you get? Nat 20. Thank you. You, guys, <laughs> you guys are walking along. You continue a bit further. And as you guys go, you eventually get to some shade. The heat's not as intense anymore. You still have the level of exhaustion, but you don't have to do the saving throw for another hour. You guys start walking around. You're getting tired. You're okay. You're just like... You lift up your head and you're like, God, this heat. You put down your hood and as you do, your vision kind of like opens up to the area fully. And you look up and you can see up in a tree with root, with a branches growing out of it. It's to be the remains of a wrecked pirate ship. Just in a tree? 
in a tree up in the top of the branches. Kind of like where the airplane was in Madagascar. Kind of like how it's in there. The, the ship is in there. And uh, you can see there is, with the Nat 20, um, I'll, I'll count that for your perception since you'll be the one to notice it. You look around, you see that the insignia on the sails is that of a, uh, looks to be this furry bucktooth creature. Um, and you see on the side of the plaque it says, The Angry Beaver. On the side. I'm just gonna be like, what? <clears throat> what is with this island? Everyone look up. I, you what the hell is the Angry Beaver? You all simultaneously look up and picture goes, Oh! Oh my god! I've heard of this ship! Said it was one of the last captains to ever fly in the skies before the dragons took domain there. The, the angry beaver was a flying ship boils before the before you know the time of dragons. Flying ships? Or I wonder if it belongs to Brad. Oh God! I swear to God. Then if we ever come across the tree, we'll have to hear about it, wouldn't we? Or... Well, wait. Wouldn't it make sense for him to be the tree that the ship was in? Maybe he jumped out? Oh, that seems like a Brad move. Anyway. Abandoned ship. <laughs> I'm going to look for a way up there. I don't know about all of you, but it looks like a good place to take a rest. Captain, do you think that ship could fly? Do I know how to climb um, a tree? <laughs> give me a perception check. That's a, a five. From the angle you're looking at it, you're like, I don't see that much damage. I could get this sky worthy. And Pidgeot just looks, if you look over there, and he points to a different section that you're not looking at, like very blatantly ignoring, there's a full-on branch growing from one side to the next. Like like completely through the, through ship. the ship itself. And you go, oh, yeah, that ain't, that ain't moving anytime soon. Arr. At least it ain't taking on any water. Slayer, sometimes you say things that technically make sense, but fuck, I wish you didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, well, oh, I would like to rest up there, so I'm just going to start climbing. He's going to take out two hand axes, and uh, he's going to start <laughs> climbing up the side of the tree with them. Can I skill check to see if I can climb? Yep, if any of you would like to climb up it, let me get what an athletics check. Alright, did anybody see where he pulled out those hand axes from? It was his bag. 24? So can I just copy Biff? <laughs> yeah, you just take out hand axes that you have on you and just... 16? 16? Uh, you, you're able oh, to okay. get like a dagger and like, in every like... You're basically following the holes made by Biff and Yurte, and you're like skillfully using that to climb your way up, grabbing branches every now and then. Hell yeah. So you're able to make it up. Athletics or athletics? Athletics. Thank God. Twelve. Twelve? <laughs> you are much slower than everyone else. Use his hands. And um, because of the extreme heat, you suffer another point of exhaustion because you are getting very tired. Um, so with that one, you your speed is now halved until you take a long rest. Why can't I get them in combat? I would have been freaking slaying. So, uh, you guys all get up into this ship. Um, you guys are able to climb, and you immediately find yourselves below deck. Um, that's where you guys were able to climb into from the uh, branches. 
And looking around, let me get perception checks from everyone. Uh, those with exhaustion, disadvantage. around and it seems that all the cargo on this ship was it wasn't looted, it wasn't taken off but it's a fucking mess branches do not care where things were located when they grew so they just kind of grew through things overturned things, you see some like gunpowder on the floor um, spread out from some tipped over kegs um, you see some rotted food lying around um, skeletons of ships of like the ship crew and everything like that some wearing like just pants, some look to be like smaller goblinoid, some dragonborn, some humanoid type skulls. Um, yeah, so that's what you guys see as you first get up and look around. They're dead though, right? They're all skeletons. Any cannonballs? Um, Biff finds a bunch of cannonballs and you see him just start shoveling them into his bag with no regard for how many he's putting in. He's just, cool, cool, oh yeah, oh yeah. Crush so many lizards with these. Oh yeah, and you find like the big ones with the chains on them. Oh yeah! Biff is having a field day. I'm gonna I'm make gonna myself out the Biff. <laughs> I'm gonna make an area and treat my wounds. Okay, so. Uh, so if you guys would like, you can take an hour for a short rest. Um, and you guys would re for uh, hit points, you would roll as many hit die as you want. You have a total of four that you can use right now. Isn't it nighttime? Not yet. No, it's like high noon. Okay. Uh, not quite high noon, oh. just past noon. All right, well, it okay. was the hottest part of the day. We were getting good with exhaustion. Yeah, you guys, you guys walked for a good solid hour and a half in the hottest part of the day, around 1 o'clock, I would say. And then it's probably around 3-ish now. Um, what is health again? Uh, yours are D12s. Just one D12 plus anything? The big... What do you add to it? Um, constitution. I had this, oh, I, had uh, I had this ability please. called Song of Rest. Read out what that does. I will. If you are any friendly creatures who can hear your performance, uh, if you are any friendly creatures who can hear your performance, regain hit points at the end of the short rest by spending one or more hit dice. Each of those creatures regains an extra one d six hit points. Oh. So yeah. roll a d six. Five. I still gain one. I was one of those max. <laughs> what, wait, what do I gain? I don't gain all you, What five. did you roll? No, you, I, you you roll? I, only, I was at 39 out of 40. Oh, oh yeah. okay, okay, okay. Now, now I see why you only got one. Oh. Okay, so you guys take your short rest. Everyone's sitting around and pitcher goes, well, if it's all the same to you boys, I'm not gonna go explore the ship. Anyone wish to join me? Arr. Let us go. So, where would you guys like to look first? I'll go to uh, the captain's quarters. Okay. Just pretend to be a captain for once. <laughs> How much of the ship is... Is, like, the whole ship just sitting here in the trees, or is it, like, broken up almost? It looks like, like the whole style. ship. It, it's odd. So, uh, give me an investigation check. Your attack. Looking around, you're getting the sense that this is like a little weird. 
Because, like, the ship looks full. Like, the full ship is here, you know? But when you look down at, like, the roots and stuff, it looks as though some broke through. But there's a good amount of them that look like they've been kind of grown a part of the ship a little bit. Like, almost as if, like, nature didn't just, like, crash through. It fully integrated itself into the ship as it grew. Just gonna kind of wander, cutting branches to get to like different compartments. To almost just explore the thing. Okay, and uh, going. Do the same. Definitely want to go below deck if, if I can. So okay. maybe if, if below deck is even possible. Below deck? Yeah. yeah, you started below deck. Bad. Okay. Look yeah. So investigation checks for Golan, Slayer, and Urite. Can I switch it to a perception? Uh, sure. 16. 16? You're okay? 6. 6? 21. 21. You're very busy trying to chop through these things. Like, you literally take your, uh, your sword. You're just chopping through the same one for a bit. Um, Golan, you're looking around below deck. Uh, you go to the, uh, the crew quarters, first and foremost. You're like, you know, that might be a good spot to look. Um, and you're looking through, and you, rifling through all the stuff, find... 20 gold pieces and you find a journal uh, that seems to have like a small little lock on it and you don't find a key. Um, Slayer, what'd you get? 21. 21. You go above deck with Pitcher. Uh, Pitcher's looking around. Aye boy, let us find that captain quarter. And Pitcher looks in one direction, you look in in another and you can see Immediately, what catches your eye is a door with the furry head bucktooth creature with a tricorn hat on it. And you're like, found it. Uh, you walk up to it and uh, you go to open the door, you turn it, and it feels like it was locked at one point, but it's been so old and been so long, it just kind of breaks in your hand as you open it up. And I'm going to need a dexterity saving throw as you open the door. Always <laughs> has to be a dexterity saving throw. Yep. Uh, you don't have disadvantage on saving throws though, right now. Like a constitution. You have advantage because of your um, danger sense. Uh, you have 15. advantage. Advantage, bro. Oh. Your danger sense. Fifteen. Okay, Fifteen. Fifteen does it. Uh, so you open the door, and this thing is very old, like a small little like log, just. <laughs> And just swings. <laughs> it doesn't even get to you. You just stand there. And you just cut the cords. And it drops to the ground. You walk into the captain's room. Uh, pitcher's off on the other side of the uh, ship still looking. And you walk in and the most prominent thing sitting before you is what looks to be a creature of short stature. Possibly a halfling or something like that. Um, sitting in a chair behind a desk. Uh, the desk is covered with different maps, uh, journals, books, uh, some candles that have fallen over and been completely destroyed. Um, and the skeleton is still wearing its clothes. It's got a tricorn black and orange hat, um, and it's wearing a sleeveless, uh, like kind of like a swashbuckler cloak, very similar to what Pitcher has, a very, uh, pirate era swashbuckler cloak, but with no sleeves on it, um, with very similar color schemes, black, orange, to it. Um, 
and you've this this is the captain's quarters. Um, there are some scrolls off on one side of the wall. There seems to be his personal belongings to the right. Um, so what would you like to do? Um, I would like to take the captain's hat, mm-hmm. throw it in my book bag. Got it. Just as a souvenir. Uh-huh. Um, and then I'm going to go over to where it's his personal things and rummage through it a little bit. See okay. what I find. Uh, give me an investigation. Uh, you don't find anything of importance. It looks just to be clothing and things like that. Uh, nothing that would definitely fit you. Um, give me an Arcana check. Arcana? Okay. 14. You're sitting there, and, uh, you could... For a brief second, you swear you had eyes on you. You turn around, nothing. Just, just the uh, the old dead captain in his chair. You're like, okay, interesting. Um, so that's you, Yurite. You are chopping through a bunch of these branches. Um, going through. I need a Arcana check from you. Thirteen. This one wasn't too high. As you're chopping in, at one point you stop and you take a breath and you can feel the handle of your blade just vibrate a little bit. You lift it up and it stops. And then you move it again and it starts vibrating. You move it up towards above deck and it starts vibrating even like a bit more sensitive. And it's getting close to something. And then you bring it back, and it stops. Um, Golan, searching through the personal effects. Um, you eventually, uh, give me another investigation roll. 18. You do find the key to the journal. As you're looking through, uh, you find the key and you unlock this journal, right? You start flipping through, and you can see it is in a language you do recognize. It, it's common, an old version of common, but it, it's common nonetheless, oh. and you, you're able to understand it. Kind of like a Yoda speak. Um, like it, It's very mixed-matched over, but you get the gist of what it's saying. Um, at first, uh, let me get a history check, for if you would like to read the book right now. 14. 14, okay. So, starting out your reading, and it seems like, okay, this guy... Very common story, you know, didn't have any parents, was an orphan, was found by the halfling captain, uh, Moyardi, and they, and they, um, they were a very merry band of misfits, you know, they ruled the sky pirates, they were, they were fantastic, but everything seemed to change when the, the captain stopped worrying about the adventure and the fun and started worrying about personal pride and and started worrying about what he was doing to get recognized um he says it was after they took an adventure to the red kingdom and the captain found something there that seemed to have just changed his attitude um he doesn't know what it is but the captain refused to part with uh his hat and his cloak at all times. He always said he had to look his best, the most coordinated possible. Um, 
and ultimately that's what led to the downfall. You, you notice that the journal goes up to a huge event and says, they've, they've come for us. The skies are no longer our own. They have decided what they want and they're taking it. The dragons have decided to rule the skies again. Um, and then there are a couple blank pages and as you're flipping through near the end, you notice someone like scribbled some final dying messages. To those who find this, how many ever years, please return this to my love in the salt part, salt port. Find Maria. Tell her I love her. XO, XO, Keith. <laughs> Do I need a saving throw to see if I cry or not? <laughs> Roll a d20. <laughs> Ten. You just... Tears just... You're not even, like, weeping. It's just you're sitting there reading, and then the tears just start streaming down. Like like an anime character that doesn't know why they're crying, but they're crying. Just... Uh, oh, no. Uh, it's getting me. <laughs> and the feels have grasped you. The feels. I'm going to stash the journal. I'm just going to make a note in my mind. This might be something that I... I might achieve this man's dying wish. Okay. So Anything um, else around? Cool, you start walking around your table. What would you like to do? We're gonna I'm going to really investigate what my sword is doing. Okay, roll an investigation check. With advantage. Three. Wow! Um, you just, you got that vibrating feeling, right? And you're like, you're walking all below deck and it doesn't pick up anywhere else other than that one spot and above you. You're like, what the, what is this? This is confusing you so much. You've never felt the sword vibrate in your hands before. Um, Golan finishes his search from below deck and you guys kind of meet up at this point. Um, Slayer, uh, you're in the room, you're going through the personal effects and Pitcher walks in. Aye. Did you find anything of interest, lad? Arr, Captain. I found a nice hat. Aha! You got yourself a good old cap, did ya? Are you gonna wear it instead of that disgusting demon skull you've been wearing? Arr, only at port to blend in. Oh, like I said, you say smart things that don't quite make sense, but God, they make sense. Anyway, have you seen Biff? Um, and cut to Biff still below deck shoveling cannonballs in his backpack. <laughs> cannonballs, cannonballs, cannonballs. Um, so yeah, uh, eventually Pitcher just kind of calls, Hi, below deck! Did ye find anything of interest? I'm gonna go, uh, maybe? Um, my sword just something funny. I don't know if that's interesting, but I've never seen it do this before. What's it doing? Kind of just, uh, starts vibrating and, uh, making a weird, like, I don't know, just feeling. I, uh, I would say, uh, come, come above deck. Let us examine what's happening here. Or maybe you gotta sit on it for it to stop vibrating. 
Or what if it starts vibrating harder? HARD! <laughs> just gotta ignore that. <laughs> and just walk above deck to slam. Okay, so, uh, Golan, are you going with him? Yep. Okay, so the two of you, uh, go up deck and you just hear Biff below deck. Cannibals, cannibals, cannibals. Um, you guys go above deck and actually as you start t- taking up the steps, you feel it... slowly start to pick up. Not intense, but it's like a slow, like goes from an inconsistent pulse to more of a consistent low vibrating in your hand. Meaning whatever's making it do its thing is near. Um, this is just as I'm walking up? Yep. Well, I'm just going to keep walking up to Slayer and be like... You walk up to Slayer and there's no difference when you're directly next to him. You guys are in the main area, like in the poop yeah. deck right now. You guys aren't in any quarters, you're in open air. But you're holding up and no change when you hold it towards Slayer. Like it just keeps. Yeah. Um. Like, well, technically, because like, because like, like you're you're moving it forward, it goes. Like, I feel it like kind of. Yeah. Like... like it's more of like like you know like uh, not like when your phone buzzes and people can hear it, but it's more like that old that old game at arcades where you had to grip onto something and see how long you could last as it like just vibrated really hard. It's like that. It's just yeah. like really like it just. You can just feel it real shake in your hands. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, um, swords aren't supposed to do this, and I'm gonna kind of just roll arcana. Yeah, just kind of be sensing this, like really confused by what I'm uh, feeling do, from the sword. Do advantage because everyone's helping you now. Bet, because that was a natural one, folks. <laughs> and a three. Are Why they... is it doing this? I'm like shook. Um. Maybe you should follow the vibration. Why? <laughs> How would you know? You... Right, sorry, I rolled a three. five, technically. Yes, you have proficiency in Arcana. Okay. So you... Let me get a check from you. Okay. 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 You're watching this happen. Eight. Eight? You're like... Hey, man, yeah, I've never seen thing. a freaking sword vibrate before, man. This is weird. Um, Pitcher looks... Well, why don't we walk around and see what's causing it to do it? Our, Shall we? Our Golan, also, in the captain's quarters, there might be some books you might be interested in. I know you're a little nerdy like that. <laughs> Appreciated Slayer, as sarcastic as that may be. Um, okay, so what would you guys like to do? Uh, with Slayer's assistance, we're going to kind of find what the hell my sword's doing. Okay. Just, I'm just going to tell him, err... Just walk around, Yurte. When it vibrates hard, you know you're in the right spot. Hey, Yurte, maybe it's near the captain's quarters. I'm honestly just going to stay focused on what Captain Slayer is going on. I think they're just jabbing at me. He said Captain Slayer. He said Captain and Slayer. Oh. No. <laughs> 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 Art. Yeah, well, if Slayer wants, uh, Pitcher wants to go that way. Okay, yeah. Uh, so you guys start walking around. Pitcher hasn't been on that side of the ship yet, so yeah. he'll join you. And you guys walk in. You guys walk into the captain's quarters, and you enter your hand firmly around the. Uh, why am I blanking? The handle. 
couldn't think of that for some reason. The handle of the great sword, <laughs> um, and it is just slowly picking up in intensity. It's staying consistent, but it's getting more. Is it doing anything intense. else? Like, is the sound echoing from it? Is like glowing? slight? Like is it glow, perceptible to us? Give me an Arcana check, everyone who's around. Can it. we see it vibrate? Yeah. Yeah. Are they me... all? Are you all with me? Or doing... Oh wait, you are in the room. Yeah, you guys are. That's skewed. Reroll. <laughs> not, but that I'll was take skewed. It. I, it was angled towards me. It was skewed. I'll give you that. It's doing better. I'm six. What's one higher Four. than last time? Eighteen. So, has no clue about it. You um, <laughs> you walk in and just very abruptly, and you guys actually look over and you can see it's like not glowing per se, right? But you know when you look at something, it just kind of has that like outer glow to it, where it's not like a full on like like a shine. Okay. It's more halo. of like a yeah. Gum. It, it's it now has this like red halo like energy emanating from it. Um, and Slayer, everyone's fascinated on the sword, and you're looking at it, and you look around the room, and you see a very similar glow coming from the sleeveless jacket on the captain. Our guys, you uh, I think we found what it might be attracted to. Everyone, look, look at the dead man's jacket. You guys all now notice this similar outer glow to it. It's a, it's more orange than anything. To that, I'm just not even not really seeing it. I'm just actually going to grab it with two hands and just lean it kind of forward at it. It just vibrates very it. hard and um. Give me. Am I gonna reroll? <laughs> A wisdom check. I was imagining like a metal bender, like four. I think I need new dice. Your vision goes black for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you're all screwed. I just want you to know this. And Yurite, you are standing alone. Oh God. In this very, you don't know if it's a room. You don't know where it is. It's just blackness around you. You're looking around, the sword is no longer in your hands. I'm not having this. And you see it right in front of you, blade into the ground. And what was once a dirty, disgusting blade now has a bit more detail in it. You notice the edge of it has a slight red ting to it. And what was once dirty and just disgusting has now been almost as if someone went through the process of like cleaning it and really getting that scruff out. Um, you don't see any major details on it, but looks now it's just a bit cleaner. It's got this red tint around the edge. And then all of a sudden, you are back, standing in the captain's quarters, and you look at your sword, and it looks like the one that you just saw in your vision. I'm really just going to kind of now just kind of like... It's no longer vibrating. Yeah, I'm, just look, I'm still just looking at how it, it's changed, like... Um, and you two, give me perception checks. Can I reach into the pocket and see what... Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> that. Um... Uh, five. Five? Nine. You go to the books. <laughs> you guys, yeah, uh, you guys go and you're searching the pockets of this thing. There's nothing in the pockets of the jacket. Yeah. That's, that's what those rolls were would be for you guys were searching it and nothing discernible on it it's got to be the jacket that's doing this like what is this 
What the fuck? I, I think I might... I should take the jacket since I uh, might have stole the captain's hat with it. I need and a matching yeah. outfit. Are you sure? That looks like a jacket for a halfling. I'll bring it to the tailor when we're in port. Enlarging it. Good good luck to that. But I mean, I already have my coat. So if anyone else would like to uh, protest, Slayer can have it for now. Biff just kind of looks, cracks his neck. Oh, I'll wrestle you for it. Biff? You're joking, right? You just kind of flexes. I never joke about the arm wrestling. Alright, Biff, last time I saw you arm wrestle, you got your ass kicked by a little girl, so... And it's been 12 years since then. Let's do this! Uh, he's gonna rage for this. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna use up one of his rages for the day. Okay. So, first one. What'd you get? Do I get to add anything to it? You're trying. Oh. 16. 16. 16, he got an unnatural 20. So he starts pushing you back. I'll let you see what that hit. That rolled on. Okay, roll your second one. 17. Unnatural 20. You push back, and you guys are now tied. Win, uh, one win, one win each. 16. You won that round two. You push back and just go, no, no, no! And uh, 17. You got a 22. So you guys are tied again. Two for two. Last one. This is for the cool jacket. He got a 14 on the last one as he just. Oh, he's doing like a little celebration dance and he walks up to the coat and he grabs it and he goes to toss it on. And the coat is just too tight for him. Damn it. He's just gonna take it off. It doesn't fit, I might rip it because I'm too strong looking Slayer dead in the eyes when he says that. <laughs> you can have it. It looks like it might fit you. I just snatch it out of his hands and I say, Biff, if, if you didn't rage, you would have definitely lost that round. You don't know that. Um, Alright, what are you going to do with this? Are you going to try and toss it on? or? Um, Actually, what's your uh, charisma score? My charisma is a plus one. Uh, the score itself. What's the number? Oh, uh, 12. 12? So you, uh, the second you snatch this thing from him, you notice it kind of, like, the tail grows, seems to elongate as you grab it. The jacket and elongates. The jacket, the oh, arms widen, size. it broadens itself. What? It goes from halfling size to slayer size, it looks like. I just, I put the jacket on, I look Biff up and down and be like, perfect fit. Okay, um, so in a me, so, uh, are you gonna put the hat on with this too? No, the hat's still in my bag. Hat's still in the bag, got it. Okay, so, 
you have this on, you're, you're feeling spiffy, you look like you're looking at yourself, and you can swear your muscles are just more defined, your pecs are just more peck-like. Yeah. And Pitcher goes, I, I must say, he does fill it out well, doesn't he? It fits ya, Slayer, it fits ya. I'm just gonna give my sword a, like a few swings, and then it feels right to me, and then I'm just gonna sheath it, and kind of just be um, observing, as unless, you go unless something you, happens. You kind of sit there in a oh. tune, you now get a plus one on attack and damage rolls. So like, the hit and the damage? Yep. So like I add five instead of four? Yep. Got a captain's hat and a magical coat. Can I look around at the books? Yes, give me an investigation check for the books. Let's fucking do it. Oh, oh. Yeah. It's over 20, like, for like yeah. 22. Yeah. So you start looking through the books, um, and it seems like he has a lot of like very interesting tales. Uh, some history books, some seem to be personal journals of his. You see like the personal journal of Captain Moriarty and the Angry Beavers. Um, you see some that say the history of Ogeron, and then some... Uh, you see something that says in a like a little writing you don't understand. Um, it's got like a bluish tint to it. It's like the, the covering of it. Um, and you go on over to the scrolls and you find all these different kinds of maps of the areas. Like of different areas around Ardu. You like open one and you see this uh, this map for something called Dalag. And you look at it and go, oh shit. You've never seen a map of Dalek before. You know, it's very interesting. Um, you know that to be an unmapped region of the Sheld Sea. So this is very, very rare. Um, and you do notice, though, that uh, there is one map that seems to have a marked location on it in the middle of the Sheld Sea um, that you've never seen on a map before. It is. So if you were to add this, it is that. That island? It's just a marker. It's not like it's just like basically like if someone were to put an X on a map. X marks the spot. Uh, but yeah, that's what you find. I'm gonna take all that. Okay, yeah, you take what you can. <laughs> um, Biff walks in. Definitely those two maps. Okay, yeah, you take the two maps, uh, Dalig and the one marked. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any books? That book with the bluish tint. Mm-hmm. I'll grab that. Okay. You swipe that book. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so that is everything you guys find up there. Um, so Pitcher looks, Alright, so what say you? Take another quick rest, and then head out, or do you wish to just go until we make camp? Uh, time of day, roll. Uh, give me a nature check. Can you survival? Yeah. I'll allow it. Doesn't matter. Eight. <laughs> yeah! Um, you look up and it's like, man, the sun is still in the sky. So we still got time? Yeah. I'm going to be up for uh, going out right away. Okay. Getting some more distance. This is a democracy. People do get to vote. Arr. I see no reason in staying. I kind of want to lick my wounds a little bit more. Another hour. Hi, Captain. Golan? I could look around more. Okay. Uh, yeah, you guys can do anything you want during this hour, because Pitcher could use the rest as well. Uh, I'm going to meditate on my sword. Okay. And just kind of, like, warrior stance it over. Give me a wisdom check. 
Golan, give me um, let's say a history check. Seventeen. Seventeen. Ten. Ten. Uh, you're meditating. You're sitting there, and you just feel. You do feel a little bit more connected, like like almost as if you know how people talk about how the blade is an extension of your body. You're truly starting to feel that connection right now, as you sit there for the hour and meditate on. It. You're like, this is. This blade is a part of me. There are many blades like it, but this one is mine. This one is special. Without also, me. like pondering the change. Yeah, you're wondering so. what, what, why did it do this? Yeah. Like, what could be causing it? Golan, you start looking through everything, and uh, you just start flipping through some of the books, right? And you start flipping through the Bluish Tint book real quick. And you're looking through it, and you see, as you go through, another symbol of magical means, so to speak. You find the... Actually, I don't have this one here. Actually, no, I do. You find one, it is very intricate. It has many symbols you don't recognize, and it seems to have elements of divination magic, evocation, conjuration, and abjuration magic, all different kinds built into it. What is this? Very complex. Damn. <laughs> very, um... Very advanced. You can tell this is for some kind of... It's like a weird mix of a summoning spell, but also like a containment spell at the same time. Uh, this is, though, the book is in a language you do not understand. Damn. Um, and uh, Slayer? Is there any mirrors on the ship? Uh, give me an investigation check. Uh, 13? Uh, you do find, like, a cracked, broken mirror in the captain's quarters. I'm going to, uh, stand in front of the mirror, check myself out with my new coat, and, uh, lick my wounds, cough up a fur ball, and I would want to pull out the captain's hat from my bag and try it on with the coat to see the whole outfit. So you just kind of like, okay, okay, you just put on the, uh, you take the demon skull off, you put the captain's hat on, and you look, and... It's like looking in a hotter mirror of yourself. And um, you can feel yourself be more charismatic. So, out of game, when you wear the hat and the vest, you get a plus one to charisma. So it would go up to a 13. Instead of I'm looking good. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yep, so that is... Uh, your guys' short rest. Pitcher then looks. Hi, everyone. Let us start heading our way down. I've grabbed some vines and tossed them down, so should be easy. So uh, let's get athletic checks from everyone climbing down. Uh, do I get health during that short rest? Yes. Biff, you see, just goes, Ha! Huh, you guys need to climb. He just takes a step off, quickly grabs a rope, and, like, he should be getting rope burned from this thing, but just... And he just lands on his feet. <laughs> he got a natural 20 on his track. <laughs> 15 for me. Mm -hmm. 12. 12. 10. 10. So you guys all make your way down eventually, but you're being very safe. You have, like, the vine wrapped around you, and you're, like, self-belaying down and everything. Uh, Pitcher is 
the last one to go down as he's making sure everyone is safe. But you guys then trek on. Let me get the survival checks with advantage because of Biff's time in the shadow though. Let me get a d6 roll. 18. 18. 6. The weather is perfect. Oh, beautiful. You're all welcome. A what? Oh, 18. 18. Okay, so you guys start making your way through 5. Uh, you guys start making your way through the wilderness, and it's all very... It's, it's not a hard journey at all. You guys are making your way through. Um, you are navigating very well. And as you guys continue to navigate, eventually the stone pillars that were once that you guys once saw when you entered, that you guys didn't even recognize that it was gone at one point. It seems you guys went off the beaten path for a bit. Um, it's back and it's now directing you guys again. So you guys use that, you travel through. It's no longer super hot. Um, the sun begins to set and Pitcher eventually stops you guys. I see. I think it's about time we set up camp, don't you think, fellas? Have a good night's rest and uh, be on our way tomorrow morning. Well, let's just then have a good night, shall we? So, let's set up shifts. Who would like to take first? Can we do the same shifts as last time? Uh, just refresh my mind. Uh, it was me and Pitcher, and then... Your team, Biff, and then Biff and Golan. <laughs> Biff is gonna look like, I'll take second shift, not third. I'm not doing two shifts. I know my worth. And it ain't that. Arr, Biff, you missed 12 years of night shifts. You can do two. Well, actually, from my perspective, you missed 12 years of night shifts. I only missed a couple minutes, apparently. I'll do the two. Yep. As long as it's first and second. So you'd have to be fair. We make Captain Fisher third. <laughs> How about this? You do half a shift in the beginning, right? I'll do another half of the shift. You get a little rest. We just want to make sure everyone gets their eight hours of sleep. So, um, however you guys set up the shifts, that's how we'll go. But for now, you guys are just sitting around the campfire. Uh, Pitcher's tending to it. Um, you guys are all sitting around. Let me get perception checks from everyone. The unnatural one, I'm gonna try to talk start conversation with Biff. Okay. Twelve. Natural twenty. Well, <laughs> uh, let's start with that conversation with Biff. Uh, I'm gonna so your Tay is gonna be like, so, um these twelve years, you uh finding demons? Well actually no, there was a surprising lack of demons. No one there heard of the demon war. It was very interesting. No demons whatsoever. Interesting. So what type of monsters were you fighting? Things of nightmares. These giant... I mean, they were... You know, like, you've met a werewolf before, right? We've all have at one point. Imagine the much scarier, feral, and deadly version of it. And then give it steroids, and that's some, like something I saw on a leisurely Tuesday afternoon on my walk in the wilderness. No demons. I'm gonna be like, once he said there was no demons, I was kind of like no interest. But then he said that, and I was trying to like re-engage, but I wasn't listening. I'm just like, 
Well, there was like these weird elf-like people that like some have multiple arms. They're all really sneaky. They can literally turn into shadows. A lot of undead were like when you kill them, they don't actually die. They just turn into mist and then get reborn somewhere that somewhere else. There's a lot of terrifying things there. Undying undead. I'm gonna kind of say that with disgust, kind of just like. You can clearly tell him it disgruntled me. Um, and I'm just gonna... That's pretty much all I really What's have What's wrong? Just, you okay? The dead deserve to be dead. Yeah. Well, if that's the thing, there's like technically a lot of the people that lived there were dead. But not. You know? No, I didn't have. I met some people with really pointy teeth at one point that tried sucking my blood. It was interesting. But yeah, it's much. It's very nice to be home. Very nice to be home. Um, Golan, with your perception score, uh, you don't really see anything of interest. Um, the natural twenty. You're sitting there, and uh, you have very keen sense of smell, and you can smell something—a group of somethings—moving very quickly through the wilderness at you. It's getting quicker. Your ears pick it up, and. You go, a bunch of darting through the wilderness, all headed in your direction. And you turn, uh, what would you like to do? Uh, warn everyone. Arr, I I hear something coming. Guys, get ready. Biff, pull out one of those cannonballs. On it, buddy. Everyone gets ready. Biff stands with the cannonball. Pitcher has his hand on his rapier. What are you guys doing? Uh, I'm gonna kind of check with Pitcher. Like, if Pitcher gets ready, I'll, I'll Pitcher, get ready. Pitcher's getting ready. Yeah, then I'll get ready. Rapier, out, ready to go. You guys all get ready. You're all standing there on one side of the fire. And out from the brush comes a six or seven flying monkeys. Some of them... As they, they're, like, running on the ground, some of them are in the sky, like, wrestling and, like, falling all over the place. Like they're like basically like play fighting right now and rolling around. Um, and they all like stop and stare at you guys with like these big yellow eyes. That's dumb, cute look face, mother face. They have like these feathery wings. One of them just starts flapping its wings and like gets close to you, Slayer. He puts its hand on your uh, your nose. They're just petting you. And then they like they're just going about their business. What would you guys like to do? They're all standing there battle ready, like uh I'm just going, while he's petting, I'm just gonna step back. Can I do like an arcana check? Like are these just See, like, are these just animals? Or are they giving off weird vibes? Give, give me like, a nature check, because it's animals. Oh, bet. Okay. <laughs> Say what? Why now? 17. These are normal animals, man. They, like, you're looking at them, like, nothing magical about them. It just looks like these are some, like... Do we have food? You guys brought some days, Lord. like, some rations with you? Uh, I'm gonna offer if anyone wants some, uh, try to get some fresh dinner. <laughs> anyone have a monkey before? Flying monkey? I've never had a flying monkey before. I wonder what the wing tastes like. Ooh. Some monkey wings. Okay, fellas. 
What say we catch at least one? I'm good with that least one. Okay, so anyone trying All to right. catch one, I'm gonna need dexterity checks. You basically have to beat the monkey's dexterity. 19. Let's go. Big rolls, baby. Not even when I want them. <laughs> You're not. Um, Slayer's not gonna participate. He already has one. It's, it's the one hanging out with him. Yeah, there's, there's like the one that backed away, still kind of like flying towards you, like looking at you. 16. 16? Mm hmm. Okay. Um, so you guys both just. Ha! And you both wrestle one monkey in your hands and. <laughs> and they're just like flailing around in your arms. Um, if you guys would like to finish them, you you can easily just. Yeah. You guys now have nice. went from two wild monkeys to two limp monkeys in your hands. Could I have chopped its head off? Yeah, sure. If you want to do that, you can just. That I didn't even go for the grab. I just went straight for the straight. Like I grabbed its arm and just. Head. Just okay. Yeah, you, to the you head. Just do mine too. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, you have it in your hands, and you're just like, just do it. And just do mine. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Cuts its head off. <laughs> um, but the one that was floating next to you just looks at it and goes, <laughs> looks you in the eyes like you guys look back and forth. And goes, <laughs> like, like it's just like who me? <laughs> it's like gesturing that it was like, nope, nope, I don't. Nope, don't want that. Don't want that. <laughs> Can I eye it up? Because it's close. <laughs> it, like, puts its hands up. <laughs> I'm gonna... <laughs> Flucky. I'm just gonna kind of look at it, and then just accept the fact that it doesn't want to die. <laughs> uh, Slayer's just gonna reach out and pet and be like, uh, there, there. Give me an animal handling check. <laughs> if I rolled high, I was literally gonna hit it. <laughs> uh, 17. Ooh. It lets you pet it. Am I getting very settled? I throw an axe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just turn around. Um, you kind of like you take out one of your like little like a little bit of your provisions and like you start feeding it and sitting there just munching on it as it sits there and lets you pet it. <laughs> uh, do I notice it's being fed? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, don't feed the wildlife. Talk about the worst idea ever. Alright, guys. You gotta fatten them up before you kill them. You're oh. sick, Slayer. <laughs> now you're it just, just looks at you like. It's looking at you with like, these big, grateful eyes. Like, <laughs> it's like in love with you right now. <laughs> this just just pays no mind. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I'm going to uh, prep the monkey in my hand if. I'm allowed to. Yeah, let's uh, survival checks on uh, anyone who would like to cook the monkeys. Or am I just cooking two monkeys? So you would like to cook the monkeys. Golan, would you like to cook your own monkey? Mm -hmm. No. Well, mine's a 14, so I'm cooking his too. Okay. Where is Nader? I do, even worse. It's a nine. Yeah, you burnt his monkey. <laughs> Where is Nader when you need him? I, I, I don't think... What is that? Do you want Nader to eat the monkey? No, but he is the chef. We can just cook. If you want to eat the monkey, just kill it. But it petted me. I petted him. Petted it's it. looking at you with like this big goofy grin on its face. <laughs> Normally, I'm slayer. I just slay and kill. But look how adorable it is. I can't. 
Um, I'm gonna give you a judgmental look. Your teacher's gonna kind of like judge like Slayer as I'm burning Maxes, and yeah. then I'm just gonna be like, Arr. like just kind of just shaking my head, just trying to figure out what to say, and be like, Wait, you're gonna like buy it a ring? I don't kill the innocent. Can I hear you say that again? Because <laughs> uh, I remember like you know before port, you know just. There's a couple ships, you know, like the ship I was on, but, uh, okay. Y'all weren't innocent. Y'all were just booty. I'm going to realize that I'm burning Max's monkey and I'm just kind of pulled away from the fire at this point. Clearly distraught by the fact that it's burning like I'm, a marshmallow. I'm just playing with the small You're a <laughs> I just yell at you. It's kind of like blow it out, but I just blow more fire. It's just not working right now. <laughs> Just like, like you're trying to blow out a marshmallow, but you're one of those Hawaiian torch blowers, so that's all he's blowing out a little bit. Um, but yeah. you, you owe me some dark meat. You, you get some crispy monkey, you get some less than crispy monkey, um, and you get monkey. Living. Um, the monkey actually, like, it gets, like, comfortable with you now. It's, like, very relaxed. Um, the other monkeys all leave. They scatter when, they, when these two try catching them. Try. I didn't more than try, buddy. We did it. Everyone successfully got him. <laughs> um, but you guys go throughout the night. Uh, everyone takes their shifts. Uh, it's a pretty uneventful night. And you all wake up bright and early. Um, the monkey, still there by your side. It slept next to you. Do I have a monkey pet now? Do an animal handling check. Uh, that's, a, that's a five. Uh, you go to attack. pet the monkey <laughs> as you get close, it then flies up and goes into the jungle. Nope. Bye bye, monkey. That's an opportunity attack. It's not in your What if I want to throw out axe at it? It's not an opportunity attack. Bye bye. Opportunity attacks are melee. What if attacks. I was planning about attacking it? I want me. <laughs> you have some. I want more. I ate the whole thing last night. That's why I brought ten days worth of provisions. So did I. But it's fresh meat. <laughs> Clearly driven by the taste of meat right now. But uh, pitcher turns to you all. It seems like we may have the last leg of our journey coming up, fellas. We might be at the temple soon. So I want you all to be ready for whatever comes our way. I'll make that bang cup of coffee and then get ready for this. Roll hike. for coffee. It's crap. You're literally in the middle of the jungle. You get some dirt in there. Oh god. <laughs> you like spill some coffee beans. And you're like shit, and you start shoveling them in and go. Okay, dump. <laughs> it's dirt. It's dirt. I don't know why you drink that nasty stuff. I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna play the lute. I'm gonna play a lute song to start the day. Also, none of you have points of exhaustion. You're back at full health and you get everything back. I, I just have a feather in my hand that the monkey left and I'm just, just looking at it, remembering. You're forlornly looking at it, just like, huh, what could have been? My monkey. So? You guys, let me get the survival checks, the weather check as well. One, but I rolled a natural 20 on survival. Uh, survival was from Max. Damn! <laughs> I'm upset you couldn't take that for me. <laughs> 17. Uh, Perception. <laughs> so, uh, it is once again raining. Uh, as you guys wake up, it's sunny. It's like overcast when you wake up. 
And then as you guys start walking about 20 minutes in, it starts coming down once again. You're walking your way through. Uh, you have no difficulty walking and finding a path, actually. Uh, seems like there was one already here at one point, because uh, you are following trail markers this time. And as you guys are walking, the rain pounding down on you, you guys walk into a clearing. And as you do, the rain stops, and it goes from like overcast dark to more like, not nighttime dark, quite. Like the night, if the moon was really big and you can still kind of see, right? Like nighttime with like no street lights on, it's a, a natural, yeah, like full moon style natural lighting. Um, no more rain, and it seems to be just like, just the area you guys are in, you, you look around and you do see a little 20 by 20, ancient Greek style with uh, the columns and the roofing and everything, a uh, temple, and atop these two Corinthian style columns are these nasty looking gargoyles. Uh, they, they have the waters like... Like there's some water pouring out of their mouths. They're 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 just sitting there on top of the uh, columns. Picture walks up. I believe we found ourselves the temple boyos. You guys all start walking forward, and before you walk in, uh, a metal door slams down, keeping you out. And then you hear, oh, "You want in the Raven Queen's temple?" First, you got to solve my riddles. And you guys look up and you see the gargoyles laughing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what idiots. Am I right, brother? Oh, <laughs> such idiots. Oh, they'll never solve our riddle. And that is where we will end the session. So, thank you everyone for listening. Everyone, follow at RTFDDD. Uh, that is going to be the Instagram page for us. Thank you for listening.